Hello, thanks so much for listening to the Attempted Adventure podcast, a show in which four beginners play D&D, DM'd by their friend who is also a beginner. I'm your DM, Jamie, and I'm very, very glad that you're tuning in. In this mini-episode, we're going to introduce you to the player characters and give you a little background about our gameplay experience so far. I wanted to give a little heads up that we did play one adventure before recording this podcast, but we are all still very much beginners. It was our original intent to make that book the beginning of the podcast, but some technical difficulties decided otherwise. Which I will admit I'm kind of glad about. I wasn't too excited about using someone else's materials for our podcast. And also, now that book won't be completely spoiled for anyone who listens to our show and then decides that they want to play that book with their friends. Um, That being said, the characters you're about to meet did gain experience from that book, so everyone is starting this portion of the campaign at level 5. And now, without much further interruption, welcome to the introductory episode of the Attempted Adventure Podcast. last week dragon of ice pyre peak yeah you guys killed the dragon yeah we fucking did um, after only three quests i think or four quests maybe i don't even know well you only did about half the book that's all i know <laughs> we, we got the there dragon. real quick you guys killed the dragon and then uh in order to make up for some of that uh hardships in having to fight a dragon at level three you gained two levels um because we're doing this by i think um level of hardships I want to do going forward rather than experience points. I think it's oh, really okay. hard to keep track of experience points, especially in something that is homebrewed um, rather than free It's nicer narratively yeah, if it's yeah. So uh, I think I, Yeah, I think we'll be going by like hardships taken in in uh, each quest. Cool. Um, so why don't we introduce your characters again with the context of the adventures that we just went through. My character is Fenian Albright. He is a professor from a far-flung university, and he has recently killed a dragon and feels much better about himself. <laughs> <laughs> he is certainly still the same level of uncomfortably awkward he has always been. I don't know if he's capable of growing out of that. I also think he's, well, me personally, I'm a much more comfortable with a magic user now. This was, ooh, a steep learning curve, but I think I have surmounted it. Well, you got three other magic users in your party now. <laughs> We're so. all together. We can all use magic. How fun. You are, though, like our, you and Melody are our primary magic users, yeah. I would say. I would say that the other two are just a circumstance of their that class. Which is fun. I, the magic in this game is so much more fun than I thought it would be. With all the weird little effects, like, combining them in different ways has been so, like, 
oh, what if I... It, yeah. yeah, it's very yeah. funky. It, they all fit together very nicely. Yeah. I mean, in, in your first quest, you, instead of killing a manticore, lured it away by making a scarier manticore sound <laughs> with illusory oh, yeah, magic, so... Yes. Yeah. It was incredibly delightful. Yes. That's, yeah. So that's <laughs> Fenian, our magic user, Tiefling. Oh! Or Sorcerer Tiefling, right? Yeah, Sorcerer. Okay. My character is Otto Lugenkirthens... Oh, no. You should have written down a name that you knew how to say. <laughs> it said that he's supposed to have a silly name that you can't say. Okay. Who said that? The yeah. book. The <laughs> book said er, Dragonborn last names are annoying. <laughs> I didn't know that. I love that. Yeah. Oh my god. It has to be like five syllables. Okay. My character is Otto. He's a Dragonborn ranger, and he's a fucking douche. And I'm really enjoying just like playing. A bad person. He's like so rude. What's your I don't know if Otto's a bad He's person. He's just kind of annoying, but what's your alignment? Well, that's the thing is like when I made him, I wrote down lawful good, and then as soon as we started <laughs> playing, I was like, this isn't. This <laughs> is not how he rolls. This is good. Wrong. We discover the characters yeah. as we play them. Something <laughs> um, chaotic good. Yeah, well, or uh, I, I switched chaotic it to neutral, neutral, neutral good. Mm. Like it's his definition of good, for sure, you know? It's <laughs> so weird. Um, yeah, Otto, 5th level ranger, beastmaster, so my companion is a Tyranodon named Terry Cruz. <laughs> Pateri. Pateri Cruz, and, um, yeah, kind of, kind of like a, like a toxic mask cowboy type, you know, mm -hmm. I would say. I do love him. Yeah. Oh, I named my swords since oh. our last session. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, okay. I have two short swords, and I named them Hannah and Barbara. So. Oh, wow. nice. Be on the lookout for that. I'm pretty into it. <laughs> I like that. Good cultural reference. Thank you. Uh, Amanda? My character's name is Melody Cheerwine. Uh, she is a half-elf. And a bard. She's 66 years young. Um, <laughs> Girl. And still really just here to have a good time. Yeah. She has a mysterious backstory. Mm -hmm. Mysterious. Don't really know what's going on there. Could be some stuff. Who's to say? Who's to say? You definitely didn't just get too lazy to write it. Uh, no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's a fun activity because then it totally lets your DM, like, you have given Jamie... Full control over Melody. <laughs> Dangerous. She's very charismatic, high in that charisma, loves to like just charm charm all the people. She was Except when you know, she gets high and sticks her hands in bread. That too. Uh, she loves well, to get you high. know, she, she's charming kings, you know, just yeah. you know. She's out there. Charming kings. You did you were very good friends with that gnome king. I was. I remember that. Uh yeah. Recently got a a, a vial. Viol? 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 I don't know. Yeah. I was going for viol because it sounds like violin. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, yeah, very sexy instrument that I get to carry now. <laughs> and you still have the other one, right? What was it? Uh, I think it was a lute. Yes. And she has she has proficiency in one more instrument that we have yet to learn. Yeah, I don't know. We're kind of it's collecting mysterious. them as we go, right? Yeah, all right. She's too mysterious. Cool. <laughs> I love mysterious Melody. Melody's mystery. Hi. Hi, Emily. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm working in, you know. Um, so, Portia Puddlejumper, a nice mountain dwarf, who was delivering donuts from the land of Duncan because she was the youngest of 11 children and was the outcast, sent to go deliver them, and instead found three companions. Aww. Hey. Oh. Heck, yeah. Um, so, 
she found her battle axe and it's pink and she loves it. Um, she's also starting to learn, well, she learned magic. So we're trying to figure that out now. <laughs> so this is, we, uh, where we're jumping in is immediately after finishing a book, like a pre-written book. So they all have just leveled up and um, we're, we're kind of putting together the last few pieces of that since the last time we played. Nice. I love that. Thank you. Um, but yeah, so uh, Portia is just now learning magic in comparison to when we last played. So You're the last one without magic. I know, but I'm so happy to be here. I'm so, <laughs> so happy. Man, everyone in this campaign is somehow a magic user, which just delights me. Yeah. <laughs> Does it just fill your soul? It fills my soul. It makes it warm. Makes me so excited to play. Um, yeah, good character introductions. I love it. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> so we just played a pre-written book called Dragon of Icefire Peak, which is not the starter kit, but the essentials kit, um, which we none of us have ever... Well, Matt, you've played before, right? Yeah, I think it was homebrew, though. Okay. It definitely wasn't us. So this was the first time that most of us have actually played. This is the first time I've ever played and DM'd. And um, this is the first time we've played, all of us have played a pre-written adventure yeah. that, like, you buy. Um, so place to start. Yeah, so I, I ended up, I bought that one because I, first of all, I'm personally a very big fan of the Adventure Zone. And they had started with the Lost Minds of Fandelver. So, and I knew that Matt had listened to it before. I didn't want to jump into something that people had potentially heard most of before, mm. even though I know that I think in that one they kind of make it their own very much so, especially towards the end. Um, but I also wanted to do something with a dragon, and I wanted to do something with a lot of smaller experiences. Um, I'm glad there was a dragon, personally. I remember when we before we even started playing, you asked <laughs> me if there was going to be a dragon in it, and I didn't say anything, because I was yeah. like, I kind of want the dragon to be a surprise. <laughs> I feel like Even though he wasn't, he was like the reason all the garbage yes, was happening. Yes. <laughs> I like that the dragon fought us f far too soon. <laughs> you guys turned away. Yeah, you let a poor camp of people die. I, I still am like I trying feel to. Bad about not that. our job. <laughs> I'm like trying to come to terms with how little I feel about it. <laughs> like I'm like not mad. Um, but at, like as players, uh. The, the first time playing a pre-written book for most of you first time playing um how did we feel about it actually pretty good it was Definitely easier good. to get into than i thought yeah yeah i was i was personally really nervous about dming um i desperately wanted to play which is why i ended up being the dm because i was the one who most desperately wanted to organize a dnd group that's yeah that's everything i read said the one who wants to play the most is going to be the dm but so i like I liked DMing a pre-written book. It was nice having all of the information in front of me, but I had a hard time stepping away from this is exactly what's going to happen and mm. when, and these are the exact rules that they need to happen by. So from here, we're stepping into an adventure that I have entirely written, um, like some monsters and all. So I'm really excited to just be using like the rules as a guideline. Yeah. So like there are going to be a lot of things that may not completely match up with the exact rule set of the game, but that make more sense to make this world work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'm very excited about that because I feel like it's going to be a lot more fun to play where it's not as restricting. Um, are there any like systematic changes you're making? Not really. No. Okay. I mean, like most rules are going to be the same. There's going to be this about the same amount of like ability checks and things like that. Um, 
there are a few weeks ago I did say like from here on out don't Google. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Because there are monsters that I've made that are like amalgamations of some monsters that I've put together to make work. Um, there's like a couple spells that I've made a little less uncommon, um, just to make them work within like how things need yeah. to move throughout. So, um... Spoilers! It's not a spoiler. I'm just telling you that there are spells that aren't hard. There are spells in the campaign. Now. God damn! We have a magic user and there are spells?! We have, all, all of us are magic users, Aww. baby! Which, actually, we haven't fought a magic user yet, have we? No, we have not. Well, I'm afraid of that. What do you, are you guys, like, what are you anticipating? What are you afraid of moving from, like, a pre-written book into... I'm afraid of everything, man. I'm just Why? like afraid we're gonna go underground again, and then it's like, what's the point of having Pateri Cruz? He can fly. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm really sorry. Do you know what? Here's something I'm afraid of. I came real close to like for realsies dying oh, last yeah. game. You had I'm one. Very scared. I don't think. Oh, yeah, that you was had two not, failed. We didn't record that, right? That we recorded it, but it crashed. Okay. So that is that is within what we lost. Brief update. While we were fighting the dragon, Fenian almost bit it. Yeah, like, you rolled three death saves, and only one of them was a success. And thank God it was your last one. Two yeah. failure. I had two failures, and then Melody used Cure Wounds. I was so close to dead. I have never come anywhere near that close. I was, like, actually sweating. Yeah. I was, yeah, I was, I was so afraid we were going to lose If Fenian was going to die, I was going to cry. I will say, I like... I also might cry if Fenian died. I he, here's the thing. <laughs> I really like that's Benny so Ed. sweet. I love Benny. I love all your characters I actually, already. I think we have a really fun group. Of I'm really characters. excited that we're going into this like knowing the characters already as ourselves. Like, um. So the thing about the the dragon battle, I will preface this with: we did record the entirety of the book, but our last session was about three hours and forty minutes long. I got the first 40 minutes. We paused to take a break, so I saved. And then we did another three hours, wherein they fought a dragon and won. And I lost that entire clip of audio. So it happened. It just doesn't exist. Um, but, so you guys fought a dragon at level three. And, like, I will be honest, like, within the book, the DM is constantly rolling every time you enter and leave a place to see where the dragon lands, like, there's a chart. Oh, I caught up with that later. So, yeah, yeah, so there's a chart in the book that says, like, if you roll a three, the dragon is here on the map. If you roll, it's a map of the whole Sword Coast. Yeah. So, you guys really were leaving Fandolin, and um, you were going up, I think, the Tribor Trail? Yeah. Or, no, you are going up the High Road at that point. And I rolled, and the dragon was over the High Road. Which it had already landed on before, because remember you saw it when you were leaving to go somewhere else? Yeah. Yes, really it was away. close. Well, that was... Yeah. Ev- I, my, the dice are cruel, because I that dragon was on top of us everywhere we went. Yeah, yeah like two times, two or three times Well, many that. times, many times it was really far away, and I didn't even have to mention it, but there was one time where you would have been able to see it in the distance yeah. over the high road. So the dragon really did approach at, at level three, and you really were within such close proximity that you couldn't get away. Yeah. But I will say, I was cruel, but I was also quite merciful. Oh, no, no, no. That yeah. dragon fight was definitely on the okay side. Like, <laughs> like, I, like I threw in like weird shit to make it a little brutal. Like I tried to throw uh, wild magic at Fenian because that's something that Fenian has. Yeah. Um, which didn't work, but I was, I was really trying to like put a little like, you know, a little bit, a little bit salt in those wounds. Well, you got even though they literally Fenian and Otto both almost died. Real almost dead there. So we talked about it afterwards too. I was like, I kind of just thought the dragon would fly away, 
And you were yeah. like, yeah, I was gonna, but then you did it so much damage. Dead. Well, so that was the funny thing was, um, if you were gonna take a really long time to like do damage, like you were only yeah. chipping away at it like you did with the Mimic, I was gonna like put in some loophole where the dragon flew away like... Um, distracted or something. Yeah, distracted or like wounded or scared or whatever. But within the first like three rolls, you guys did like 30-something damage, and it only had 130 hit points. Yeah, and Fenian so like, only did okay. 28 of that damage. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fenian did about 97 of that damage. I meant the first 30. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, man. Yeah, this is true. Fenian's a hard like hitter, eight. but uh, Fenian like is four. a little baby, and he got hit once and died, so... But who killed the dragon, though? Can we just... All of us. But who struck the killing blow on oh, the dragon? Oh, yeah. Otto struck the killing blow. I need you to yeah. stop being Otto for a second. <laughs> I don't have the patience. <laughs> Fanny and maybe. Me? No, absolutely not. All right. Um, yeah, that's actually where we're going to be jumping into here in a minute when we get into the, the new um, campaign. Oh! I'm so okay, excited. so... I'm going to say that that was like the prequel to the campaign. Okay. Right? So that was a prequel. That now was we're our in the campaign. Chapter one. So that was, okay. we were played by um, Hayden Christensen, and now we're played by Edward. Uh, <laughs> Oh, Not James Edward. Earl Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> Edward James Olmos. <laughs> I literally was like, I was following my Where favorite Darth Vader. My I favorite Darth uh, Yeah, James Earl Jones, man. We're gonna James Earl Jones this Jones this one. Oh man. Mm. Chapter one. Oh, they so, they all die. Yeah. So um, this is entirely homebrew. There are some monsters in here that are from the book, just because, like, you know, they yeah, still exist within I, yeah. this world. It's still technically, like, as far as technicalities go, it takes place within the Forgotten Realm, but it's my version of the Forgotten Realm. Okay, so are we starting? Say. Not right this second. Okay. I think that I'm going to leave that kind of, like, intro there, then. It's not exceptionally long, but it's, yeah. like, a good, like, summation of what we did before. It didn't mention the most important part of the campaign. So I know what you're about to say. I don't want this word to come. Our our close personal friend, oh. Andrew. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about And as soon as cow. you say, as soon as My you say. My cow! Uh, Allie's cow, Petunia. Petunia! As soon as we're playing, I don't care if we're in the middle of something, or I'm going to run away and go find Andrew. And get the dragon. Remember that when he we harvested yeah, for me. he slaughtered the dragon. I asked him to butcher the dragon. And Why did he do that? Parts. So As he did. Ander is a pre-written character that had no no details whatsoever. He was just a clerk at the provisions yeah, store. Yeah, but you're gonna do that player voice. I'm gonna <sighs> fall in love with that character, and that's just. It's just a fact of life. It is. All right, we'll see. So it, at the we'll end, at, at the end of the last adventure, they killed the dragon, cut off its head, and paraded it into town, and then asked their tiny, like, what is he, ten-year-old little clerk friend, eleven, his eleven-year-old oh. clerk friend, to go um, butcher the dragon and harvest so its parts. Yeah, because they're valuable. <laughs> all right. They are. So all right. Well. It was practical, but also hilarious. Because he was way too This is not going to be easy for me, is it? No. All right. I look forward to it. Thanks again so much for tuning in to the introductory episode of Attempted Adventure. I really hope that we've piqued your interest here with this background of our characters and kind of what we've been through so far as an adventuring group. And I really think that we have something very special in store for you as far as the coming 
episodes of the campaign go. Make sure that you follow us on Twitter at AAdventureCast. That's A-A-D-V-E-N-T-U-R-E cast. And it's the same on Instagram. And make sure that you're really spreading the word about our podcast. We're so excited for the first episode to drop. And we can't wait for you guys to hear all of the crazy adventures that we're going to be on. Thank you again for listening. And I will see you in the next one.